Welcome to Flashback Friday. We are bringing you to one of our favorite documentaries from Sundance. It's called Homeroom. It's Oakland High represent. It's a documentary about uh, the senior class confronting the pandemic in 2020 and how they they fought. Well, we had a we loved this documentary and I know we love a lot of documentaries, but we loved it. It was filmed uh, during the pandemic in Oakland and the social uprising happening uh, across the across the land and the world. But there were really special high school students, one of them, including Denelson Garibo, who we had on the show during Sundance. Um, and they're just change makers. That's mm-hmm. it. They they are they are walking in the streets, literally. Um, they are going to uh, community meetings and they are making changes and they made a huge change in Oakland. And it just gives you hope for the future. It gives you hope for the potential for change. And Denelson is such a pleasure. And we were we had so much fun chatting with him and and wish him and the class of 2020 all the best. And thank you for being change makers, like you said. Yeah. So you can stream homeroom right now on Hulu and the director is Pete Nix and the executive producer is a friend of the show, Ryan Kugler. You might know that name. So enjoy our interview with Denelson. Again, he's one of the featured, you don't even call them actors, featured people, real life people, <laughs> change makers in homeroom and go stream it on Hulu. Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind the scenes videos and two minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Donaldson, thank you so much for being here. No, thank y'all for having me. Yeah. I feel so blessed to be here with y'all. <laughs> Same. I mean, yeah, to be in your presence is definitely just an honor. So why don't you uh, break down for our listeners who haven't seen this yet, what Homeroom is about and uh, what your character, which is yourself, (laughs) how you fit into the story. So Homeroom is a film uh, that captures the lives of Oakland youth, Um, you know, youth that carry different stories in Oakland. So, you know, around that we have students who are leaders we have students who want to uh, start their own uh, YouTube channel. We want. We have students who really just don't know what to do after high school, you know? And Homeroom sort of captures that and, and gives representation to everyone that's watching it in a way. And, you know, my part in the film, well, I'm an Oakland youth organizer. You know, I, I'm an Oakland youth advocate and you know, I was the former student director of Oakland Unified School District, um, representing the 36,000 students. No big deal. No big deal. No yeah, big no big deal, <laughs> Donaldson. I, like, it's, I say it so many times that now I'm just like the 36,000 students, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's such a big deal and such an amazing honor that I had. Um, and, you know, we were trying to eliminate the school police in Oakland because it was 
I believe the only district in our county that had Oakland school that has a school police department. So we were trying to cut all ties with them. And we were first, if, if we think about it, we were first in the country to, to sort of start this initiative because all these other schools started the, started the initiative, you know, after the George Floyd incident happened. Right. And we were, we were already on it. We, we said, we need to cut the police. We don't want no connections with them because we know how our black students feel, you know, and we want them to have a safe space to learn and to thrive. And that's what we did. You know, it took a lot of work from the community, a lot of unity and solidarity, you know, if it wasn't for the organizations in Oakland, like the Black Organizing Project, the Black Organizing Project, man, shout out to y'all. Like, I, I hold so much love for the Black Organizing Project, everything they do. And, you know, all the work that they did with like OC Council and all the students in Oakland was most definitely worth it because now we don't have no school, no police connected with our schools. Right. And, yes. You know, um, but yeah, Homeroom is such a, an amazing, an amazing film. Like, and it was a great opportunity for, for me and like, you know, all of the, the youth that were part of it to, you know, shine a light on the problems that we face in our everyday life. You know, growing up in an under-resourced district, underfunded. So, you know, and it sort of gives an insider perspective as well because it, Oakland is so diverse Mm -hmm. you know and the unity from the community is just amazing and a lot of people don't know that you know and just the fact that they get to see that like it brings me so much joy I have a lot of um a lot of questions we may have to go over time a little bit so um because <laughs> I want to share time with my work isn't that big a deal you can <laughs> yeah yeah forget it just forget for it a little bit longer you've done your job Donaldson you don't even need that degree I'm kidding of course <laughs> I'm voting um, for you either way yeah it doesn't matter what you run for we're voting so anyways um about the film how were you first approached and what did you think once filming started Okay, so the, the film, the way that they approached me um, was one of the sound crew members. So she was an um, alumni from Oakland High and she sort of went into the leadership class I was in and introduced herself because she had heard from my history teacher that I was one of the two student directors. Mm. And sort of they wanted to know more about that. So she was asking me questions, you know, like, like she was saying how she's from Oakland and I was like, that's dope, you know. And we got to know each other and she sort of told me more about the project they were working on. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's super inspiring. So uh, in a way they sort of um, asked me if I wanted to be part of it. And I was like, um, of course, you know, like, sure. And, um, and Jen, just the filming started happening out of nowhere. Like I didn't even realize like them just following me around. But obviously, it took a lot of um, a lot of good communication with each other, with because you know we had to be comfortable enough to like speak on the conversations we were talking about, and at times, you know, we were like, okay, we don't want the cameras here because this is like something sensitive. But then we got used to it, you know. We sort of ended up just concentrating on our goals, which was. Um, all the campaigns we were working on. We were also working on Oakland Youth Vote. We were also working on Oakland Youth Vote, which is a huge campaign that 
was able to pass on. So uh, Measure QQ, um, you know, a campaign that Oakland Youth was working on to uh, give the chance to 16 and 17 year olds to vote for uh, the representatives right. on the yes. school court. Mm -hmm. That was such a big thing. And of course you were working on that. <laughs> of <course>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know, just quickly that we're based in the Bay. So all these things that have been going on, we've been following Oakland School Unified, Unified School District with the police. We've been following the youth vote and all these things. So just seeing you at the helm of it was just amazing. Anyway, go on. Oh God, it's, it feels so good that you say that too, because just being like that example that Oakland is, is being, yes, it's, it's powerful. But um, yeah, we were working on Oakland Youth Vote first, and then that's when we got in connection more with the Black Organizing Project, and that's when we sort of shifted the work and started dividing it to work on both campaigns. And at the end, you know, we made it possible, and they sort of do show that in the film, us doing canvassing and all of that to get the Oakland Youth Vote passed, but, you know, some major scenes were left out that, you know, but it's good to see that people know about the Oakland Youth Vote. Yeah, I, th I think one of the parts, other than your advocacy and how successful you are and continue to be, one of the things that was really powerful for me about the documentary was you and your little crew having these debriefing sessions after each meeting and just kind of keeping each other pumped up, really, because it's so hard to stay positive when everybody's telling you no and, and the adults in the room aren't even listening to you. Like, who are the adults in this room? It was so frustrating to watch. But those little meetings you guys would have afterwards were my favorite parts of the film. So can you talk about, I, I would imagine that would have been hard for you to share those moments because you're really raw after things like that. Mm -hmm. No, most definitely. It brought in so many, like the emotions came back watching those scenes of us just like um, debriefing on what happened. But, you know, I, I feel so blessed mm -hmm. that I had like a team like that by my side. You know, there were, there were like, and they still my friends like I, I love Micah, Dwayne, Lynn, everyone that was part of All City Council Student Union. We all supported each other in a way that, you know, we just motivated each other to keep on thriving, to keep on continuing the work that that we feel that passion towards. And, you know, and at the at the end of every meeting, it was just necessary. It, it came so necessary that it, it just became natural to have these little circles and, and talk about the situations that that had happened um, before, you know? And I remember when um, the OUSD voted no on the uh, George Floyd resolution, the first voting, you could see like everybody was in such a, a distressed moment and we were all so angry and, you know, a lot of emotions happened that day. So we had to make a sort of restorative justice approach and like, sort of heal each other by speaking to each other and opening up our emotions because that that's necessary you know as as humans we don't really talk about our emotions but that's really necessary if we want to heal um but yeah it it, it was it was so inspiring like it was good <laughs> yeah, I, I really appreciated you and your response to, was it the president of OUSD at the time? Yeah. And when they voted no, when she voted no. Mm -hmm. And you you really were so respectful about your response, um, but very direct. Can you, when you watch that, 
did that also, you know, was that, how was that for you? (laughs) (laughs) And what, and what was say, what were you actually saying in your head? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you have that filter? Can you teach us? I would, I am not like that at all. And can attest to that. And I'm a grown ass woman. So (laughs) (laughs) that's on period. No, watching it though, like I was like, oh my God, did I really just said that? Did I really just said that? Because in that moment, you're just like speaking from the heart, you know? And you're just trying to express yourself and like everything that you're feeling inside. So I really didn't catch what I was saying. I was just speaking my truth. And you know, at the end of the day, I'm so happy that I said what I said because it's true, you know, like Jody London, um, like she is, she was uh, the president of the uh, Oakland Unified School District and she was supposed to be representing the 36,000 students, you know, and her sitting there on a position of privilege as a white woman mm-hmm. shouldn't uh, deflect like her vote on eliminating school police. So I most definitely feel um you know i don't regret it i don't regret saying anything i said you know especially to the other uh board members that were people of color are people of color and actually look like the people who they represent look like the students that they represent like come on now come on now. right so you know um it, it was like it was <laughs> even I keep rewatching that same scene. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> just take a bow. That's all. Just bow. Yeah. Be like, bravo, bravo. Yeah. But- I have to go back. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> well, you, pro- you probably blacked out a little bit. I mean, that's what happens, right? Yes. You black that shit out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're angry, it's just like, you just say what you got to say. Yeah. But the, the timing of it all, like not only everything that you were able to accomplish within this one brief year of your school career, but also with COVID entering the scene in January for your senior year. I mean, I was glad to see some scenes of you guys just being kids, you know, dancing at a dance, whatever, but you had to end your senior year, you know, via Zoom, like like we are right now. And, and that adds just a whole other, just a whole other layer of, of pressure and stress and, and anxiety to, to your life at such an important time. So how are you doing with all that? Are you still finding time to kind of be a kid? I mean, you still are, you know, you're young. You should be able to feel free, you know, do this important work, but also just kind of let loose and, and have that for yourself. No, truly, truly. Um, I'll say that I'm handling pretty well mm-hmm. at my end, um, you know, with college and everything happening. Um, you know, I'm sort of just taking everything pace by pace. Um but you know now you're people like I myself I'm I'm used to it already you know like obviously from time to time I'm like again like I'm tired of Zoom University but um you know it's like we got to keep on pushing and especially when we saw the the scenes um of all city council student unions still working through Zoom and stuff like that you know that that just shows that the youth have like the power to just like um adapt into any system or anything like that to to fully um overcome the problems that come their way and you know the work still continues so you know i'm still hanging in here but you know piece by piece not letting my anxiety get over me (laughs) yeah 
I, I have a question that's not about the film and about you as a person. When did you start your, I'm going to say it. When did you start your political career? <laughs> My political career. Okay, student government career. I don't know. I mean, we hope so. We need yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have roots. I, you have roots. Thank you. Thank you. There was a thing that was mentioned in the film, um, which is when my mentor Denzel were uh, talking about the board meeting and he was like, uh, he asked me if I love politics and I said that was my passion. Um, looking back at that scene, I feel like I didn't know the difference between politics and like community organizing mm -hmm. at a local level. Yeah. So I feel like my passion was definitely, you know, community work. Community work, working alongside the community and, you know, especially working alongside Oakland youth like that that just brings me joy and brings me so much happiness to work with them um because you know I was like now I'm 18 I was in Oakland I'm technically in Oakland youth but now I got to take my position as an adult ally you know mm. so, um my story sort of just started in in freshman year of high school um you know, looking back at that year, I was surrounded with so much violence. Um, I remember, you know, two Oakland high school students died. Uh, Antoine Williams, he was shot and killed. And Nia Wilson, you know, who right. was, she was unjustifiably stabbed and killed uh, by a white man, you know? On Bart, yep. Bart Our platform, yep. Arthur. And that, that sort of like, like, I internalized all of that, you know, I would like that pain I felt and I, it sort of made me want to get out of school. And I was like, no, like my grades even went down. It was, it was such a moment in distress and, and just pain happening at the time that I, I did not know what to do with myself. And then um, I somehow had a talk with my mentor at the time and was like, you need to, you need to get it together. You know, you, you, you need to stop like taking your education for granted because if you really feel that way, you, if you really feel that pain, use that as a motivation, you know? And I, I sort of used, used that, you know, I wanted to give uh, Oakland students a fighting chance in their education. And that's when I got more connected and with organizing and like with school uh, leadership and all of that because you know my story is not unique like and I always knew that because the more I got I got involved in leadership and organizing the more I got to hear different stories from students all across Oakland all across different schools and that's when I realized the issues that we were facing are systemic but I, I also realized the power that youth have when we come together to change those realities. So I, I took that in and, you know, I, I use that as, as a motivation. Now it's just something that I, I love to do. And, you know, the fight always continues. Well, Denelson, we love you. And <laughs> you, you, so many incredible kids in this film, you may or may not be our favorite. Uh, but either way, just thank you for everything that you're doing. And I think you taught Aaron and I a few lessons just in this interview alone. So uh, we can't wait to see what you do next and, and take care. And I hope you keep in touch. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a great talk for sure.
If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.